of these. It. I'm sure of it. I still have it here. I'll be in the background, like you There's know, those, DNA like, all over this place. <laughs> That's right. There's DNA all over this office. <laughs> hey, babies! Welcome to the Doctor Beauty Podcast, hosted by me, Doctor Anna Guanche. I'm so excited you're here. We plan to educate, inspire, and entertain you. This podcast is not just about beauty. It's about lifestyle, inspiration, life hacks, and of course, beauty. Babies, we are here with Eva LaRue, actress, (laughs) philanthropist, talk show host, and just an overall unbelievably gorgeous and fun person thank you <laughs> so excited to have you here we always have fun whenever i come into the office we always have a blast <laughs> lots of laughing lots of gossiping gossiping <laughs> but positive gossip you know yeah. why it? <laughs> constructive good tea spilling Constru- yeah <laughs> that's, right. that's right so eva and i've known each other for what about 10 years yeah yeah and she's one of my idols because she has this like unbelievable disposition positive smiling thank you and it's always there it's just consistent i love that about you thank you um so there's so many things to talk about with you um do you want to start with philanthropy or you want to start with travel uh well both are super near and dear to my heart um and sometimes they coincide. Mm-hmm. So if I'm traveling, I, I drag my daughter around the world with me too. So I, um, if there's something that we can do in that country, uh, or in that city or in that town, then we do. So when we went to Cambodia, we spent a few days at an orphanage there and, um, all the kids, there was 25 kids there and the kids were all sleeping on these plywood boards that were raised up on bricks, mm-hmm. raised up off the floor on bricks. And there were like four kids to a plywood board. So wow. we went um, we went to like the nearby market mm-hmm. and we bought 25 beds and then we helped them set them all up and put them all together and we bought them all. So I just Amazing. felt, I feel like it's important, especially if you're traveling with your kids to make sure that, and one of the big things that they're learning always is new culture, new perspective, new surroundings, new um, appreciation, appreciation, because the political situation is different. um, Everything is different. And uh, so I've always thought that wherever we could, you know, when we went to Africa, we helped build a well and we went to. So when it, I think it's important, you know, oh, to instill that, definitely. to instill that. Yeah. I mean, it's you take it to the next level. So when I travel with the kids, I make sure that they see the way different countries are, you know, like the favelas, the, you exactly. know, the different areas that you can see that how fortunate we are. Um, and we went to Cuba a few years ago. And we could see how different that leadership is from what we're experiencing and you know we even you can't even buy a house you have to trade houses with someone you there's no market for housing if you can imagine and right you know things like this and people get ration books and they literally have a ration um and so but taking it to the next level like you're doing is to actually really get engaged yeah, yeah and help people yeah so yeah well, i just think it's i mean what's what's important is that they um, that, like you said, like they see that as much as we're all complaining about our leadership here, mm-hmm. whether you're on one side or the other is not the point. It's that we really have it great mm-hmm. compared to, you know, and and you can't, you don't know that and you can't feel that in your bones until you go elsewhere and you really see how other people are impacted. And 100%. And, and yeah, how lucky can- we are to even be able to travel. It's We're lucky that, that we can even get out of our country and go anywhere else. That You're we absolutely go. right. And, you know, I tell 
you know, you, you can tell them until you're blue in the face. You can tell anyone anything until you're blue in the face, but until they witness it, experience it hands on, it's it's, words it's just don't, a concept. Words oh, yeah, don't we're teach. lucky, you know. Words yeah. never teach. Yeah. So, and you started a, I want to say, is there a charity that you um, work with? Yeah, there is one that I really, um, there's there's several, but one that I really love is called the Tahereh Justice Center. Mm-hmm. And it is a, um, it's a pro bono, um, it's a group of, um, pro bono lawyers that do work for women and girls who've either been sex trafficked into our country or they're seeking asylum here in our country based on, on gender-based violence. So they're either being, um, they, it, like, um, survivors of female genital mutilation oh. or, um, women and girls who have been, uh, picked up and 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 trafficked into gangs like or they're literally considered wives of these um drug lords mm-hmm. and if they're able to escape then you know their parents save every you know scrounge up every last dime just to get them here and so um they are under our american laws actually uh able to seek asylum based on gender-based violence so oh, they help these women and and the bottom line is if you try to come here and then all these women are being uh, sex trafficked into the United States from other mm-hmm. countries. And then if they're able to um, escape their traffickers, they can't go back as much as they would love to go home. Yeah. They can't go home because the trafficker is going to go pick them back Catch up again them. or kill their family or kill them. Wow. Or So now they're stuck in a country without their family, but they have to stay. Right. Because they'll just be picked up again if they go back. So it's really an incredible organization that I love. And it's. Wow. kind of like yeah no giving back is is a, a huge mm-hmm. passion of mine and so uh but i focus more on <laughs> more on uh, education and more on um like dermatology foundation melanoma research foundation things like that but uh, this is another level which um, brings it to an international level so yeah. that's something that i think we do become insular after a while and start to only think about what's going on in our environment but um, it's something to consider uh, philanthropy that yeah. crosses borders and affects people from all over the world. And I have to tell you, there there are so many things that you have told me over the years that I don't think are s- super public knowledge. Or I don't know if they are. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're public knowledge, but I don't know that if they're, it's widely known. Hmm. And a couple of those things, I just have to point them out because they've been real eye openers for me. One was, and you wrote a paper about it. I'm just gonna brag. I'm just gonna brag. About she's her gonna for, brag for a second, and she's probably spoken about it, but she, I don't know. For me, this was a big deal. So, <laughs> you told me that there is a skin cancer that's associated with or is exacerbated by um, Viagra. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. And I don't yes. Know, do you think that's very widely known? So some studies uh, do show that um, you can have an 85% higher risk of melanoma if you're a man over 60 that takes Viagra regularly. See, that's a shocking statistic. Yeah, it's pretty shocking. But 85% higher um, is almost double your chances. So it sounds like there's an 85% chance of getting melanoma, but it's really doubling your chance, which is still significant, but it's the, in the way it sounds. But yes, I put that in one of my articles and yeah. you're right. It kind of isn't something people are talking no. about at all. It's, Does it's, anybody know there's that correlation? That's a pretty big, you know, that's like, that's, that's a, a big, big deal. That's a big deal. That's yeah. A big so, deal. so spreading awareness is another form of sort of yeah, taking care total. of people, public service announcement. It's purpose sure. driven. 
Yeah, it's purpose driven. It's purpose driven. And so like in that same article, I was talking about um, earlobe creases. Earlobe creases can, if you have one of those folds in your earlobe, do you have one? What? I don't know. Uh, everyone run to the mirror. <laughs> if you have an earlobe what? crease, like a horizontal, uh, I'm sorry, diagonal crease, then you're more likely to have cardiovascular disease and high cholesterol. So oh, that's something. Do I have it? You don't have it? <laughs> but you know what? It if, runs in my on my dad's side of the family. It does it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, obviously, you can have it without the crease. But if you have okay. the crease, you should definitely get your cholesterol checked. And then also, women who have more than uh, I believe fifteen dark moles on the left arm are more likely to get breast cancer. On so, the left. yeah, on the left arm. And this was a that's your huge longitudinal wow. study done. And I think it involved like sixty thousand people. So longitudinal wow. means as you as you progress, like you know, they start with you at a certain age and they follow you over the years. So it's not retrospective; it's forward, forward kind of viewed. And it takes a long time to get that data because you're living with these people years and years. Oh, what yeah. happened? You got diagnosed with this. What happened? You know, and they're just looking for cues on your body and symptoms and things like that. And so what that a cool study isn't that crazy yeah. and a very, very, very time consuming and expensive to do those kind of studies. But basically they found that association. So um, I think the article you were reading was one that's like little known uh, cutaneous manifestations of internal disease. So little known things that you can see on your body that are a signal that you should check for something else. And there were, here's the other big one that you gave me. <clears throat> and I wish I'd known this before, but um, so I remember coming into the office and telling you, we were talking, I was telling you, oh, I just got on this new plant-based thing from this plant-based company that sends you all these blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm taking the, um, this supplement that you put in your water and mm -hmm. it's the green, the chlorophyll. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm doing the chlorophyll every day. And it's, it's so good for your skin and so good for your, all your bits. And I don't even know what it's supposed to be good for, but it's supposed to be so good. <laughs> And then you're, and then you said, be careful when you go in the sun. Yeah, you're going to, you're gonna get dark spots. And I was like, what? It's literally <laughs> so good, dude. I am still getting rid of dark spots from last year, hmm. and I mean, I was scarred, scarred. Like I, I picked some pimples, which I own. I can't help myself. <laughs> You're not supposed to I do. I know. I'm. I can't believe I'm saying it in front of Dr. Anna, but because I always conceal that from her. But I'm. I'm outing myself right now. Anyway, can't for help myself. For the listening myself. audience, yeah. For <laughs> please refrain from picking your pimples. There is never anything good that came from picking pimples. Exactly. <laughs> That's my public service announcement for you. <laughs> And it's so true. Nothing good. Nothing good ever comes from it. No, they always, you always think it's going to like go away because you dug at it. And then what happens is it just gets worse and more yeah. red and then it turns brown. And then, then I have to fix it for you anyway at the end. Well, I was taking that chlorophyll while I was picking pimple and they turned, my skin looked like it died. Like it literally turned so dark brown mm -hmm. on the spots that I'm still using like fading creams, fading creams yeah, yeah. almost a year later. And it's still there. And mm -hmm. I've never had that before. Do not do chlorophyll drops in your water. Don't do if if you're brown like me, because I I tend to hyperpigment uh -huh. you know, easily. Easily. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm literally I'm scar like scarred. 
<laughs> so we can never treat skin types the same, right? Different skin types can handle different things and different skin types react differently. And so that's one of the reasons why you'll never get a dermatologist to tell you exactly which cream one person should use. It really depends on skin type. So yeah. you have that beautiful car caramel colored skin. If you guys are just listening, and you're not watching, you got to check it out on YouTube. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen what Eva LaRue looks like, but she's got stunning, gorgeous caramel colored skin. So Thank of you. course, that is the skin that has more natural pigment so that when it gets hyperpigmented, it's really dark. Yeah. And so um, so chlorophyll makes you more sensitive to the sun. It's a photosensitizer. So especially if you love to be out in the sun. Uh, yeah, I always try to keep my face. I try to keep my face out of the sun. <laughs> she does. Look at her guiltily murmuring. Ah. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> so tell me, you you were on uh, which soap opera was it? I want to remember. All, all my, my children. children. <laughs> yeah, all my children. And it was the show that I grew up watching because my mom watched it when I was a kid. Okay. And so then we grew up watching it. And then I got the job when I was about, when I was 24. Was that like a dream come true? Yeah, it was like this incredible, oh I was such God. a fan girl the first couple of months I was there. And um, and I moved to New York because I was born and raised here in California. So I moved to New York for 10 years. Yeah, And that's where I met uh, my daughter's dad. Mm -hmm. And he was my love interest on the show. Oh, and John I didn't Callahan. realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So yeah. I did just, not realize you guys were on that show together. We were. We met on. We met there. Or actually knew each other before that, but we started working together, and then they put us together as love interests on the show. And isn't it funny how people try to say like, "Don't date anyone at work," but then like, that's the people that you meet and get to know. So that's the people that that's the person that you probably will. You, you know, like my husband's yeah. a doctor. I'm a doctor. We, I was doing research in the orthopedic department. Like. Who are you going to fall in love with? Somebody like else somewhere else? <laughs> it's usually like going to be someone. Did you works. guys fall? You you guys fell in love in like in? I was a medical doing your student, internship? and he was a, a no. I was Residency? I was. It was before my internship. Oh yeah, I was just twenty two when I met my husband. I was just a baby. Is he older than you? He's ten years older. Oh, Shh, don't tell him. Don't tell the people. <laughs> Yeah, he's 10 years older. I don't, I don't, yeah, that's no, no big deal. My, that's perfect. My, John was 13 years older than oh, me. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. 10 is perfect. Yeah, I think that's really Between good. 7 and 10 is perfect. Yeah. And when you start getting older than that, then you're not even listening to the same music and stuff. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. You don't have the same references. There's it no more of the same It has to be the same music. <laughs> At least. At yeah. least. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so wait, all my children. So then... Um, you moved to CSI for a long well, Yeah, then I moved home from New York. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, uh, I, le I left the show only, well, um, all my children ended up leaving New York, mm -hmm. which was really weird. It had been there for 42 years huh. and came to LA because they were trying to, you know, make it cheaper and everything. It ended up going off the air once it moved to LA, which was oh. terrible. But And now everybody's leaving LA. Yeah, now everybody's All leaving LA. All the productions LA. are leaving LA. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just like the, you know, the taxes are so crazy here. And, have, and they're not making it. Well, you know, I have a lot production. of patients that do acting, but also I have a lot of patients that do our makeup artists and, you know, production people, yeah. lighting editors. You know, there's a lot that obviously goes into these productions and people are going to Canada and... Atlanta, Atlanta, a and, big one, Atlanta, yeah. and even Louisiana a lot. Louisiana, uh -huh. they're going there. Yeah, they're moving out all over the place. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I want California to keep all the movie stuff. I mean, there's still, hun- there's still hundreds and hundreds of productions. We've got plenty of studio space here that's still full. Yeah. So, I mean, no big. It's just that there's so many more um, state, you know, um, places to air. Yeah. You know, there's 500 channels. We definitely needed more space in LA. So I guess it just, it all works out. That's true. It's that's fine. true. There's yeah. a, now Peacock. There's like more, more actually stations and streaming and, and streaming and ways to to that need you know venues that need more content yeah so it's yeah so it makes sense it's like never ending but, no, no. so they moved to can you believe it was only was it like only 30 years ago that tv went off at 12 o'clock and you saw snow oh my god and that was on four channels we didn't even have fox then it was, was ABC, NBC, CBS. Oh, I guess it was Fox, but it wasn't CW. So it was just the four networks. Yeah. And it stopped at 12 o'clock. And the the little, they you know, the Osei Can You See would come on with the flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah, when we were kids? Yeah, yeah, And then there was snow, and that was it. And that go was to it. bed. And, <laughs> and if you wanted to watch Don't cartoons. Don't stream. Don't go on your TikTok for two hours. That's right. And Read. then if you wanted to watch yeah. cartoons, you had to catch not them on when they Kindle, were on. Kindle, by the way. What so is it? You read and not on your Kindle or your That's computer. Right. <laughs> That's right. You can read. Yeah. And like if you were sitting in the back of a car, you could say like, are we there yet? About 25,000 times. Yeah. You didn't have your phone and your social media. Or or a movie you could watch in the back yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah. Watch your Netflix that you downloaded. Yeah. But, you I fought mean, with your brother or sister like everybody else. Yeah, that was the point. The point was to fight with your sibling in the back in seat. the back seat of the car. And so push each other. Mom could pull be, pull over and be like, if I have to freaking come back there. Or, or <laughs> this was like before my time. What about before seatbelts even? When you they would, yeah. your parents would turn a corner and you go, all the way <laughs> slide down slide. the seat yeah <laughs> because the seats were covered with plastic yeah because they were like the plasticky. plastic was protecting the seat well they also they didn't make the fabric ones really it was still right. like the leather made, like, shiny shiny yeah stuff. you really did it so when you like, turn a corner everybody went <laughs> accordioning into the one side of the anyway that that i think was but right before my time i think maybe i rode in a couple old cars that were like that but that was before my time. And but they didn't have car seats for the kids. No car seats. For the babies. Everyone was just they had, around. They had a little basket. Of, so I rem- I, and I remember seeing this at somebody's house. They had like a basket that you put in the front seat and you put your kid in the basket. It wasn't attached to anything. Right. It just it sit just in like, the backseat. You break like, hard. <laughs> flip. And somehow we made it through. Somehow. We all lived. I don't it, know how we lived. You look at it and you're like, how do we survive? How did anyone survive? I don't know. Because now you have to have a warning on everything. So people will make sure they If don't- you fell off your bike three miles from home, well, that was your problem. You had to figure out how to get home. Yeah. Take your scraped knees. Take your broken up self. Get you your bike. You couldn't call anybody. You couldn't call your mom That's on your right. cell phone. Get your bike tire and limp your ass. <laughs> limp your ass home. And what happens? You should have been more careful. Yeah. You should have been, been more careful. And guess what you did too? You did not go down the street on your bike where the bully lived. That's right. You avoided the bully. Yeah. Avoid the bully. Yeah. See, now we don't. Now have to you avoid can't the, avoid the bully. There's only guess a cyber bully because the bully is in the little handheld in the phone rectangle that we carry you everywhere. You just block the bully. <laughs> like now you just yeah. block the bully. Yeah. I'm always blocking people. But can you? It was so much easier to have only a bully. Yeah, just one <laughs> just, real bully. Just one. Now it's yeah. <laughs> that was like oh a, the thousands. That was of a evil trip down bullies. Lane. Like, yeah. 
Sorry. Right. Wait, we we digress. <laughs> what were we talking about that got Sorry us on this subject? Sorry to you about our, like, we're, and I remember. When I was in school, I walked walk uphill both, both ways. ways in the snow. <laughs> and it's true. Y'all don't know. We did. It's true. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard. <laughs> no, we're not putting this part in because we don't want to sound like, like you know, the O word. We were little once. Yeah, we were little. But I'm just saying, but I'm saying it was only 30 years ago. Yeah, it was only 30 years ago. And like, if you wanted to watch something, you had to catch it at that time. Yeah. Like you, and then they came just out Just like if with, the phone rang at home. You better catch the phone You better catch call. the phone or you missed it. Yeah, the yeah, end. yeah. <laughs> and then when you want to call someone back. Crap, wrong I'm number. I'm telling you, what a pain in the butt that was. <laughs> Even the, the the we shouldn't the, put this in either. <laughs> but then again, it wasn't we, that long ago. Are, it wasn't that yeah, long ago. We are forever young. Yeah. Me and Eva, we're we're taking the magic elixir. That's what I. What I'm, is? Yeah. What do you attribute your eternal youth and vibrance to? Do you have like secrets you want to tell us? <gasps> Secrets. You're one of my big secrets. Um, it's not like a very well kept secret. It's I guess we Instagram. always video it, but um. <laughs> <laughs> she's always on my Instagram. On Instagram. I think we but, did a TV thing together a couple times, or at we least did. one time. Well, um, we, we, we did, did it for KTLA. KTLA news. Yeah, we thing. did a KTLA yep. thing. We did something else too. A few years uh, ago. I can't remember. We did. Hmm, I do remember the KTLA thing. But we've been doing little projects, so she doesn't keep me secret too much. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> I appreciate that. The worst kept secret. I, yeah, the yeah. worst kept secret. Yeah. But anyway, so there's me. And then there's like, what do you attribute all your energy? Do you have like secrets you want to share with us? We want to hear. Um, I... Well, I try, I feel like I never drink enough water, but I try to drink a lot oh, of boy, water. Oh boy, she's pulling out the drinking water yeah, one. Yeah, I try to, yeah. That's do you like hate every water? woman in Hollywood who does Botox and filler, even the ones that I inject are like, I, I just drink a lot of water. <laughs> I get sleep. <laughs> Actually, yesterday- I, I just, don't drink enough water, so there's that. But yeah, like, I don't yeah. drink enough water, and yesterday I decided to change that. So I had two big bowls of soup for dinner, and I drank a whole glass of water, and then I woke up this morning, drank another glass of water, and it's very inconvenient. It's very inconvenient. It's, I don't to, enjoy water. I pee all the time. Yeah. It's really hard in this jumpsuit. I also, yeah. How okay, annoying. let's have like a little jumpsuit I'm just conversation. Stay dehydrated because, because I went I out to do. in a jumpsuit the other day for dinner. Yeah. And then you find yourself naked on a toilet yes. in a public bathroom with your jumpsuit down around your, in like somebody else's, I don't know. It's, I'm never yeah, going to wear a jumpsuit out not, to dinner again. It's not yeah, Have you ever done that where you like, I know. You're, you, you're like, oh my God, I have to be completely naked. Or sometimes I'm in clinic and I have a jumpsuit on. I decided, <laughs> I decided to just hold it. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, because like, I don't have time to take this whole thing off and this whole thing back on. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. They seem like they might be convenient. They're cute. They are not. But they're a pain in the booty. And she's wearing a jumpsuit, by the I'm way, if you're just jumpsuit. listening. We're both wearing a but black jumpsuit. I'm going to wait till I get home to go to the bathroom. Do you need to go? So I no. no. I mean, don't I'm good think, right now. whatever you do, don't think about like water running or. I'll kill you. <laughs> Or sprinklers. Or sprinklers. Don't imagine or putting your hand in a bath or of bubbly warm water. water. Don't think about <laughs> effervescent. Don't think about <laughs> it. Whatever you do, don't think about pee. <laughs> 
Oh my god. I'm so rude. In a bathroom I'm so rude. <laughs> okay. So a few months ago, I was trying to figure out where to go. We were gonna go to Croatia. Oh, that's right. And it ended up not working out. But I know you've been to Croatia. Croatia. And you have these by the way, you guys should follow Eva if you don't already on Instagram. She has the most unbelievable travel I'm on it. photos. At Eva LaRue. At Eva LaRue. At Eva Insta. LaRue. And basically, uh, like, when I saw your pictures of Croatia, I was floored. Like You guys are going to love it. And I want to go. So she gave me all this insider information about, like, which club promoter to... Yeah, hotels and islands and and general managers and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to love it when you go. Oh, my gosh. So do you find traveling is a hobby for you or is it it like, is it a hobby or is it... I think it started out as a hobby and now it's a necessity. Uh huh. It's now it's literally a necessity. I, well, you just asked like, how do you, what do you attribute your energy and, um, <clears throat> and, you know, positive outlook on? And it's that like whenever I start to feel a little either run down or stuck emotionally uh-huh. or stuck, you know, sort of creatively, Travel, and I mean, like, literally, it could be a two-day if it's to, you know, Santa Barbara or Santa... If if it's... I can only get away, like, overnight. Right. It It just changes my... Yeah, it resets my creative... It... It, it, I have to get out of wherever I am. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost become compulsive. Although that seems like a negative word. I don't consider it negative because it really jumpstarts my creativity. Yeah. My, it opens up my perspective again. It makes me super grateful again. It makes me really excited about what I might see that I haven't done before. And now I'm all ready to come back, even if it's overnight and yeah. with a whole new perspective. Perspective. Yeah, and yeah. energized. Like yeah. literally energized. I love it. Yeah. So I love it. It's a necessity for me now yeah i've noticed that even if i just get out of town to like laguna beach yeah just an hour away different different scenery whatever and i come back i feel like i feel like i escape like i get the whole departure you know yeah so it's nice um did you find that over the pandemic you had a hard time traveling or did you just it was tough i mean no everybody had a hard time going anywhere (laughs) but i during the pandemic you know it was every for everybody it was it was such a a major toll on all of our mental health, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. So that's probably when yeah. you would have needed it most. Yeah. And, and at yeah. that time, um, my daughter and I just had, you know, major loss after major loss. So yeah. her dad passed, my dad passed, my mother-in-law, passed, all within, um, well, some within months and uh, others within six months. It was just one right after the next. So the the pandemic, oddly enough, became a backdrop for us. Mm. We were not really aware of right. the pandemic as much as we were just hardcore grieving, like one after the next. Yeah. So, but then the pandemic was happening her senior year. So she didn't, all the other things, you know, she didn't get to graduate, didn't get, <laughs> you know, prom, didn't get all those things. But um, when September of that year rolled around and, Things were opening up the tiniest bit. Mm-hmm. One of the only countries that opened up to the United States was Croatia. Yeah. So I I took the shot and jumped on a plane and I was only going to go for two weeks. And I called a girlfriend of mine before I left and I said, hey, I'm I'm out. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go crazy. Like literally I'm having a nervous breakdown. So right, I got to get out of here. I'm grieving so hard. I cannot be, I can't, you know? And I said, I'm going to leave. And she, she was like, I'll go with you. And uh-huh. I said, I'm, I'm going to go for Uh-oh. two weeks. And she was like, okay. So we get there. And after two weeks, we both looked at each other and we're like, do we have a reason to be home? Nope. No. Well, let's stay. So we stayed for a month. I we were in it. Croatia for a month. It was amazing. And it, it saved me. It really did. Yeah. And it saved me. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And you know, people went through. And Croatia's cheap. So it was it? doable. Oh, my. Really? Croatia is A, so clean you can eat off the streets. And I'm not even kidding. So in Dubrovnik, which is this, like one of the cities you need to see in your lifetime because it's so special. The walls of Dubrovnik are unbelievable and the town is unbelievable mm-hmm. um it got really decimated during their war they had a civil war but um the world bank helped them rebuild it, it literally looks like like these medieval walls were built yesterday mm-hmm. um so it, it's like this pristine medieval city and at three o'clock in the morning every morning they um ho- they um power hose down the streets mm-hmm. because the streets are made out of white limestone and they are gleaming the next morning. Uh, so I oh mean, God, you literally dream. can eat off the street and the food is fantastic and oh. the water is crystal clear and the people are so nice. They're so house proud. There is even in the, in the poorer communities, it is, it's impeccable. It is. Everything looks perfect. I love that word, house proud. Yeah, they're very they're very like, country they, proud too. So they're very I love it. Yeah, and and because they don't have any really big hotel chains there yet, mm-hmm. um, it's all these beautiful boutique hotels. A lot of them built in ruins or yeah. part of ruins that, that they've taken over, and um, I mean it is a quarter the price of Paris or or of of France or Italy or any of the big because they've only been a tourist destination for twenty years uh-huh. because they were part of Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. for so long and then they had their civil war and then after that so they're in kind of a new country to visit yeah but it's stunning oh, sounds like God. i'm gonna have to go there next one this beautiful was a place after the review. Next. yeah <laughs> i know you told me that you when you when, when i saw you you told me how amazing it was but yeah now, it's incredible it's and the pictures were don't just do it by and, don't do it by ship a lot of people do the cruise version uh-huh, and they uh-huh. just stop into Dubrovnik for the day stop yeah. into Split for the day stop into Zadar for the day don't it's just there's too much they are famous so they have the most incredible incredible wines there but they're mm-hmm. proprietary they're only grapes grown in their country uh-huh, uh-huh. but some of the vines are 2000 years old because the country is old. I mean they've got it's an old country yeah, yeah it's an old country and so their wines are amazing but they don't make enough of it because it's such a small country to export. Uh, so that you could go to one amazing winery after the next. Oh they my have goodness. truffle hunting in the north. They have, if you do it by boat, you'll miss everything. Do you bring pigs with you? They, they have dogs, truffle oh, dogs. Oh, oh truffle yeah. dogs. Yeah, because the pigs. No, pig truffle. Uh, d- yeah. d- truble- but the pigs, pigs will eat them. So they have oh, problems oh, trying oh, to so get the truffles away from oh, the pigs. Oh, oh, okay, so they started okay. doing truffle dogs. They're such pigs. I know. Why are you... <laughs> Why are you eating all the truffles? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you bring dogs to sniff out the truffles. They, I you see. just go and they have the dogs, uh-huh. and then you do it. You you book a trip and do you whatever get to eat your, your truffles? Dog, yeah, whatever you find, you keep. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I love amazing. truffles. Yeah, I do too. One time we went to this fancy restaurant, Provencal. Have you been there? <gasps> no. Here, no. and they had this gigantic truffle. It was the size of like oh my god, it must I have been know. a fortune. 
like a melon. And then, yes, it was a fortune. <laughs> and then they shaved it all over my oh. katsuyo. And bam, bam, then we ate it all. And I'm low carb, but I made exceptions. You yeah. can make exceptions for things truffles like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so tell me, out of all the acting roles you've had, which one is your favorite? My favorite. <clears throat> God, it's hard to say because I really loved all my children just for that family, the camaraderie. I feel like I grew up there. Yeah. And um, and then I really loved CSI Miami because um, – it was just such a fun set. I mean, you wouldn't think it. Here it's all this dark subject matter of, you know, death and, you know, all the things. But the cast and the crew were so funny. Really? And so they, it really should have been a comedy. Did you film <laughs> Did you film it in Miami? No, we shot here in L.A. Oh, here in, in Manhattan LA? Beach, yeah. Oh. But we would go once a year at the end of every season. We would go shoot the last episode of every season in Miami. In Miami. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot there. Sometimes, depending on the season, right? Probably yeah. your home. We would end in April, though. So oh, it was okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. So, um, Manhattan Beach, you know, I've never been there. What? I've never been to Manhattan Beach. Really? I was just talking to my friend yesterday. They're like, you have to go. It's the best place. <laughs> so, one of these days, I'm going to go I mean, there you and could check it out. Hit it in one day. It's like yeah, a very right? it's small. small little town. Yeah. 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 I heard it's like beautiful. It's really pretty. And, yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. Cool. It's a very cool spot. So, do you have any projects coming up? So now mm-hmm. I am, uh, my new foray is into producing. So I'm developing a show that like we us. are pitching. Yeah. But maybe a little bit more high level. It's it's just a little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have as good a lighting, I'll tell you that. Dude, so. you guys don't know we have like eight lights on us right now. I was just saying, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna light up my whole entryway in my house like this. Just so that everybody I like looks to be good well lit from all angles, yeah. <laughs> and my guests as well. But anyway, so you're producing, yeah. So producing now and develop, developing a show. Um, we're producing and pitching right now, and it. I mean, it's got. Is it funny? No, oh. it is just the opposite. Uh, so I'll tell you about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just the opposite, but it's based on a new technology that two friends of mine, <clears throat> ex FBI agents. Um, that it's it's genealogy, it's forensics genealogy, uh-huh. forensics genetic genealogy to be exact, and <clears throat> they are the team that caught the Golden State Killer yes. after forty three years and the Zodiac Killer and about fifteen other. You guys, yeah. it's a crazy story. I actually yeah. am now having like I'm remembering that she told me this whole premise, and I don't yeah. know if she could tell you the whole premise right now, yeah. but. It's pretty fascinating yeah. how we can use genetic material to track down people. But it doesn't just take genetic material, right? It takes right. someone who cares enough well, and is passionate enough to to get it done, to do it. Well, not right? only that, but the, 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 the really interesting new development in genealogy is that, um, you know, for the longest time we've had CODIS, which mm-hmm. is the national database for DNA. But the problem right. with all of law enforcement using CODIS is that um, the only people in CODIS are people who are already in jail, who mm-hmm. are out on parole, or are a John Doe because they are part of a rape kit that got uploaded into CODIS, but they're looking for a name that doesn't have a name yet. Uh, okay. They're looking for a hit, but they haven't gotten a hit. So you and I are not in CODIS. None of, none, none of us are Even in CODIS. Even if you did 23andMe, you're not in? No, you're still not in. Are you sure? Yes, positive, 100. 
I thought that's how they found the Golden State uh, Killer. Yes and no. So here's what happened. So for for decades they've used CODIS, but they rarely. They, there's only a 19 percent hit rate. You, if you're law enforcement and you're looking for a bad guy, yeah. you might have all this DNA, but they're only gonna, they're only going to get a 19 percent positive out of CODIS because more than likely your dude's already in jail or he's out on parole. Or there's no name because he's a ra- he's a serial rapist, but they don't have a name for him yet. They just have his DNA. So, so do we have DNA advent, on everyone who was in jail? <clears throat> yes. We do? Yes. <gasps> but not on anybody else. So if he hasn't been caught for anything, then you're mm-hmm. not gonna you're not gonna get a hit I in CODIS. See. So with the advent of twenty three and me and Ancestry.com and GEDmatch and all these things, over only the last five years, suddenly millions and millions of DNA data is going into out into the world like but 23andme and ancestry.com do not they are vaults they do not share their DNA mm. with anybody else not even with each other so law enforcement cannot access it all here's where it gets interesting so <clears throat> if you find a family member in 23andme uh-huh. but you don't want to pay the money to go do ancestry.com and jedmatch and this and that and whatever hoping to find family members all over the place right you can download your information it's yours your snip profile is your snip profile that yeah. they get from your dna and you can upload it into one of three public entities one is jedmatch i can't remember what the other two are but once you upload it publicly looking oh, for the then fam- they have access that to law it. enforcement has access to that oh. because you've checked a box saying i want my information to be public cuz okay. i'm looking for a family member okay so then law okay, enforcement has listening? access to that this is so very important never, information for yeah. you if you like to know your genealogy. And uh, yeah, and that just to know specifically that don't be afraid to do um, Ancestry or 23andMe because it really is a vault. They do not share your information, period. With however, if you look for family members, then all your information is uploaded publicly so you that can you can find yourself, the matching yeah. family members. Yeah. But then you go into, I think, 11 databases, is what I've heard. Yeah. You become part of you 11. become a public, you know, person, and then they can kind of trace your genes and see who your brother is. And yeah. if your brother's the Golden State Killer, and guess what? Better watch. That out. is how they reverse. Mm-hmm. They did reverse engineering mm-hmm. of the forensic genetic mm-hmm. forensic genetics, and they found a distant cousin, and then they worked backwards. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was the first time ever they'd used forensic genetic genealogy to catch somebody. Wow. Yeah. And they had all kinds of trial and error trying to get, trying to do it. But um, that's incredible. And that's what, and that subject comes up in your show. Yeah. That and Zodiac and and Killer. And because all of these things have been cold cases for one, that 43 years. Mm -hmm, Another mm -hmm. one was 50. Another one was 25 years. A serial rapist, 15 years. Like they couldn't solve them. They simply couldn't solve them. So this means I won't be cast in your show, which is really sad for me. But. If, if you have you don't a know. comedy, if you're need... working, okay, I can be the doctor. Yeah, right. Maybe it has something I'll to do. I'll be serious for a few minutes. While I'm the well, doc. maybe like I can you, do it. maybe you have DNA on a on a needle that we need or something. Oh, that's know. true. I don't know. Yeah, what if I did someone's injections? And yeah, I don't think I'm allowed to give it to you. Oh, oh. unless you have some kind unless of unless we have a subpoena. Order. Yeah, that's true. Right. Okay. From now on, or I'm saving everybody. 
But you're probably not saving needles. We're like, oh yes, this no, one here was it is. this one was Susie's. I'm sure of it. I still have it here. <laughs> no, we don't have it. Yeah, but no, all but I mean, we could figure it we'll out. Find some, we'll some way to do it. Out. Yeah, I'll be in the background, like you there's know, there's DNA like, all over this place. <laughs> That's right. There's DNA all over this office. Just look at my needle dispenser or whatever my needle, my sharps container. <laughs> We're gonna find ourselves some DNA. Love. Yeah. So let me ask you a couple things um, for, that I ask every guest. What's your definition of beauty? Hmm. My definition of beauty is. Um, and this is probably the wrong thing to say. Not at all. Yep. You can say whatever you, know, you want. Um, for uh, Because you make everybody look spectacular on the outside. But I really feel like if if you're not beautiful on the inside, I don't care how stunning you are on the outside. It just doesn't matter. Because you, you, will be, you, you become instantly unattractive when yes. you open your mouth and you're negative and you're mean. Not, and you're mean yep. and you're you know, a diva or you're all the things. Yeah. No, you know? I a hundred percent agree with you. A no. narcissist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Agree with you 100%. So, and then is there an inspirational quote that you love? Yes, man, this has been a tough one to swallow over the last two years, but it really got me through it. And it's, um, this is not happening to you. It's happening for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because everything that happens you can learn from, right? So yeah. you either let and it. And as painful as that sometimes is to hear, you're like, what am I, could I possibly be needing to learn, learn from, from this? this? Oh my God. <laughs> and but do you have to drive some... the point home so hard? Right. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. You have no idea how many times I've said that to God. I'm listening. I get I'm, it. Don't kick me in the teeth. I'm listening. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it's all about that growth trajectory, you know? Yeah, and also trajectory. if you allow it to be. So a lot of it's how it you approach be. things that happen that are bad and difficult, that you approach it and receive it as a lesson or as an opportunity to grow. And get super grateful for all the things that are going right. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't wake up in the morning and, and really before I get out of bed, start to take account for the things yeah. I'm really grateful for. And then also, I mean, the gratitude practice for me has been um, like life altering, mm -hmm. like really life altering. And even when it's really hard and I'm like, <laughs> she's never it's like not, that. Yeah. But you know, we all have she's those never days like where that, we're like, everything sucks and all sucks. And I'm like, you know, but yeah. I have to be like, all right. Reel it in, you know, rewind. And, Come on. <laughs> and that's a skill. You train yourself yeah. to turn yourself around. You get up and yeah. you're in a certain mood. You're not going to let it just stay like that. You yeah. actively change yeah. your mood. You actively start focusing on things to appreciate on. Yeah. I do 17 seconds. It's like that Abraham Hicks 17 seconds oh of God, positivity. I'm totally all on Abraham. Yes, oh, and really? it really makes a difference. Oh, it totally does. It makes a huge difference. And think of, uh, in this country, we have such a, like we talked about, easy way to appreciate everything. Like yeah. you can appreciate your air conditioning. You can appreciate right. your soft sheets. The view out, out of your window. The view the, out the window. Your puppy yeah. dog. Your uh, the, the fact that you have clothes to put on this morning when you get up. And, and if you heard 
her, um, she has a meditation that's literally, Abraham Hicks has this meditation that is literally um, five minutes in the morning uh before you get out of bed. And it's, this is going to be a really great day. This is a really great Uh day. It is a really great day. She literally says that 57 times. It's a morning rampage. It's a really great day. It's a great day. This is a good day. This is a really good day. day. Yeah. (laughs) And it gets your whole like juices flowing in the right direction. (laughs) Yep. It's a good day. (laughs) Yeah. You know, which one I listen to every morning is. Uh, almost every morning while I'm putting my makeup on, I listen to one that where she says, everything is always working out for me. Yes. And she go, everything is always working out for me. Everything. I listen is to always my working makeup out too. for me. Yeah. yeah. And then that, and you're like, you know, even when it seems like it's not working out for me, it's working it's out still for work me. Out, it's still working out for me. Because yeah. it's true that sometimes things don't work out for you and you think, because oh, that's that, horrible, but there's a reason why. That good thing fell apart. Yeah. So a better thing could fall together. Thing. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I love, I love that. And then I, I really love when she talks about, um, um, cause you know, she says, if you're, if, if, if you are really focused on whatever it is that you're trying to make happen or whatever thing that you're really right. excited manifesting about, manifesting or, yeah. or your intention, but if you keep checking on it, you're like, is it there? Is it there yet? <laughs> right. Hello, is it in there yet? That, you know, you can't watch the cake, the, the cake baking. You just yeah, have you, to you, you, kind of give it over to God like, and be like, okay. It's going to happen and yeah. that's it. I'm letting go and it's going to happen. It's like uh, watching a pot boil or whatever they say. Like, yeah. You watch pot never boils or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just getting, I think that has changed my life, Esther Hicks. And then I also love Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. So a couple of things that have changed my perspective in life and the attitude of gratitude for everything just kind of like really sets the tone for um, just uh, allowing good things to come your yeah. way really And honestly. not being afraid to ask for miracles, like not being yeah. afraid to in, you know, in the morning before you get out of bed saying, you know, whatever. And, and then I think, I think now when I ask God for miracles, if I just say, show me whatever miracles you have in store for me today, like, what do you have and what guidance today? Right. Like what, you know, where do you want me to be and what do you want me to be? Mm-hmm. And to whom today? Yeah. And how can I be be of service today? Yeah. Just show me. And then all of a sudden, I'm more aware of even the tiniest little miracles. And by that, I mean, if I find a parking space at the mall, <laughs> I swear I consider that. I'm not kidding. I consider that's, that a miracle. And at the time, I'm like, oh, that's right now. I know. I know. It could be small miracles, but suddenly you're really aware of being sprinkled with little things all during the day. Good things that are going your way. And it becomes more and more easy to be grateful. It's true. And then the things that you focus on that are positive amplify in your life and the things you focus on that are negative. I mean, the things that you try, you know, you learn not to focus on the negative and not to repeat negative stories over and over so that right. you, they kind of fade off to be small. Yeah. Whereas the, the you retrain your good brain. things that happen become front and center and bigger. Yeah. You yeah. retrain your brain and your brain chemistry, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, and there's all kinds of studies that show that oh, yeah. as you, you know, and like you said, the 17 seconds, mm-hmm. if you can just think positive thoughts for 17 seconds, you start to train your brain to do 18 seconds and yeah, 20 seconds and, longer, and yeah. 30 seconds and, and maybe one day, day you sustain it all day which yeah. would be ideal ideal yeah so sometimes i i'm wake up most of the time i naturally wake up happy because i'm lucky i have a hey. happy disposition yeah you do so i can't take credit for it i think you i love you coming into the office because you always come too. bouncing into the office <laughs> and i'm like oh it's my dr anna day <laughs> love. I love my patients. I love my job, but I love making people smile and making them laugh and stuff like that. So I, I am. I am happy. 
So it's not me pushing myself to right, be happy. Right. But sometimes if you're not happy, I do actively try to turn that around. Yeah, me too. And take deep breaths and think about positive things. And I think yeah. that's one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is they can turn it around. They don't have to stew right. like that. And they can f like switch gears intentionally and be more positive by constantly being aware of the fact when they're going down the drain yeah. with their thinking. I call and, it stinking and I think thinking. Stinking thinking. And that's I know enough that of that. Stop. Easy to say it. that too, yeah. to be like, well, cheer yourself up. And I and I know that that's not easy for everybody. But what yeah. I really loved that she says too is just grab on to the next positive thought. Right. Like don't try to change your whole, you may not be able to change your whole, you know, from a spiral to right. a yay, today is a great day. Um, unless you meditate where you can re-clear your brain mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. get on. But, but you can grab on to the neck to whatever is the next positive thought. Like, okay, you're going through a breakup or something and you're thinking about this person and you can't get them out of your mind. And blah, blah. So instead of trying not to think about that person, which makes you think about that person even more, right. you're going to jump onto the next positive thought and hang right. on to it. So if that is, um, I'm going to find myself a really great pair of jeans today. Right. Where am I going to find those jeans? How if I find like, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like if I'm going to go get myself a cupcake, what kind of cupcake do I want? Right. What right, do right. I want this? Uh, right? Yeah, no, or, no, a simple thing. It could so, even just be something in front of you. Like, oh, my coffee really, really does taste good. Yeah. And you know I wonder what? where this coffee's from. Is it Colombia? And maybe I'll buy the person you know. behind me a cup of coffee. Because yeah, now like, that really actually changes. Yeah. Because they say one of the things that really changes your brain chemistry is that if you are, if you cannot find your way out of a spiral, mm -hmm. go and do something good for someone, for else, someone else. Because yeah. immediately you're filled, they're filled. Yeah. And you've and you've and you've changed you literally have changed your your brain chemistry. Yeah. Because you instead of focusing on yourself, you're focusing on someone else. And when you're focused on someone else, you can't like perseverate but on your problem. There's an excitement that happens with yeah. that too. There's a real excitement that happens with okay, I know it's only like $4 or $5, but I just bought the person behind me, you know, something at Starbucks and and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait till they find out." Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. it just, it immediately, it's a little thing, it's but a it's a joy spreader. It's a joy spreader for yourself and for the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a super spreader, not a super, not a super spreader, not a joy what you spreader. guys are thinking yeah. or the other stuff or the other thing you're thinking either no. a joy spreader different. Well, I guess that could, well, <laughs> <laughs> so just bad. a happiness. Well, <laughs> uh, okay. So listen, we're going to spin the wheel of guanche. What's I that? probably sold a concept, but I wanted you to spin this wheel. What is it? <gasps> You'll find out. There's a guanche wheel. Okay, I'm gonna hold this. It's a question wheel. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Spin it to win it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ooh, that was a oh. good spin. Love it or hate Love it? Or hate it? Let's see. Just so you That's know, so Courtney does all my little love it or hate it. So let's see. <laughs> That's so cute. Let's see what she came up with today. Okay. Let's see. Love it or hate it. Okay. Love it or hate it. Holiday shopping. Uh, I hate it. Okay. I hate it. Yeah. So I, I have mixed it. feelings about it. I do sometimes love the concept of holiday shopping and the music and the smells. I kind of like it. But then I also feel sometimes it gets to the point where it's a little It's overdrive. Yeah. yeah. I don't go to the mall anymore. 
Yeah, I really online don't. shopping. Yeah, I yeah. do all online shopping. If I go to the mall, it's long before Thanksgiving. Oh, because, really? Because because now even before Organized. Thanksgiving, it's all Christmassy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll get a little bit of Christmas cheer before it becomes a free for all. Right. And then I don't want to because now if you go to the mall, you're probably not going to find whatever it is you're looking yes. for. You're going to find it online. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't go if I need to find anything. I do love the malls down in um down in the you know the big South Coast Plaza. So pretty. Oh yeah, those are pretty. It's so pretty. It's like an event. You yeah. go there, have lunch. That's yeah, pretty. Yeah, you do a whole thing. It's super pretty. I do like that. But I I do feel like they it's gotten way out of control now. Yeah. And I yeah, I guess for in-person shopping I would be closer to the hated side. Yeah. But but I do yeah. love sitting on the computer and then, then I and add to cart and add to cart and add to cart. That's all right. Like, and yeah. things that, and you're like, ooh, she's going to love this. Yeah, she's going to love that. That I love. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love the holiday love shopping at the mall, but I do like it online. Yeah. Okay. Love it or hate it, social media. I love it because mm-hmm. I um, only, I do it for fun and if it makes me feel good and I block all negativity on it. So there you go. if Same. you come at my, if you come at any of my profiles with negativity, then I just, I, I don't engage. I block. I don't mess around. <laughs> block and delete. Yeah. So block and don't delete. forget to follow Eva LaRue. She's amazing. I love her, um, her social media, but it's at Thank Eva you. LaRue. And uh, I do block and delete easily. I used to like yeah. uh, really ruminate about it and think about, should I do that? Should I not? Is yeah, that me, me blocking out? Should I say this you back? Should I reply? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, there's there's no hater that can even handle the slightest comment against them. They are make a whole campaign in their life of making people feel miserable, but you say one thing and they're just indignant that yeah. anyone would ever say anything to them. And I wonder how much self-awareness is involved in, in that. None. But, they're hiding behind anonymity. Yeah. They like love that they can just take pot shots like a it's, true bully. You yeah, know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. These are our bullies. Because anyway. imagine if we were, you know, imagine if you were commenting on their work yes. all day. Yeah. And how bad they are at it. <laughs> well, I I don't. I, and what they look like while they're performing it, whatever it is. Yeah. You I know? don't engage. I just block yeah, and delete, block either. and delete. I love it. Okay. So tell me, love it or hate it, um, red carpet events. I love them, but they're nerve wracking. So we went to one last night, um, my daughter and I, and it was the uh, the premiere for a new George Clooney movie that he uh, directed called Tender Bar Tender with Bar. Ben Affleck. It is the most lovely. It's based really? on, a, on a book, on a really beautiful book. And, it, and it's a really beautiful movie. It's a huh. really beautiful movie. Ooh, so, something um, to look forward to you guys. But man, you guys. did we go through piles of clothes? I mean, there was like a pile. Of clothes. To decide what you're going to wear. To decide we're going to wear. Yeah, decide oh, we're going to, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But so, it's fun. It's fun. It's no, exciting. No, it is fun. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Fun. And you get your hair and makeup done. Yeah. I love red carpet events. Yeah, and I, I love go, it. It's fun. And any chance I get, I go. I, I have a decent number of patients who don't like them. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. They're exciting. I mean, they like them, but sometimes they're like, especially Too if it's many. like an award show. Oh, they have to go to one right after the next, after the next. Oh, the award shows. Yeah, unless season. they're getting an award, they're like, eh. Yeah. Me. Depends. Depends on the person. Depends yeah. on the person. But me, I love them. Okay, what about, okay, one more love it or hate it. <laughs> love it or hate it, winged eyeliner. Oh, I do like a little wing. I don't like the big crazy bat uh-huh, wing, uh-huh. but I like a little, a I little like bit. a little flick. Yeah. Flick, flick. I know. I, f- I find that when I see other people that have it and it's pretty, it's because they have a certain type of eye that yes. can do it. 
And mine is not that eye, but I appreciate it in other people. But mine is like the smoky eye type, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think mine's so, like mine too. Okay, spin the wheel again. All I right. hope you get the okay. do- jelly bean. Oh, yeah! Oh, I do that all the time! Really? I do that all the jelly time! Bean. Okay, let me just tell you this, you guys. Okay. A lot of times I'll say which one I want you to get, and then that's the one that comes. Really? Ask Rob. This is not the first time. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, she's like, wow. I really want you to get this one, and then they get it. Oh, my god! Is that wild? Yeah, because you're honing in. I'm honing, honing in. Yeah. Merp. Okay, so the rules are, by the way, if you can only smell this. Oh, here you go. Smell it. Why'd you make that face and smell like crap? What's... <laughs> Okay, so an interesting array of smells. So she just spun the wheel and it said um, jelly bean. Okay. Um, And so so this is a special game uh, with jelly bellies where you spin this little wheel. Okay. And then you pick the jelly bean that looks like the one in the picture. Okay. And and um, and I'll tell you more about that later. So go ahead and spin. Okay. Don't spin. Spinning. Okay. So you landed on. This little purple one, and it says, oh, it's like brownish purple. It's either going to taste like cappuccino or liver and onions. Get out. Is that why it's the tray it's smells this interesting? One. <laughs> I'm so liver and onions? I'm ready. Oh, my God. Ah, she spit out. Ah, liver and onions. Good. Holy crap, that tastes like crap. Does it taste like liver and onions? Yes. The kind Luckily, of worse. there's not another one for me to because taste. Because it tastes like mostly like liver. I mean, like onions. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> okay, now I have to do one. I can't believe they have that flavor. Is that's funny? Because it's not fair. Part of the I, toy, uh, part of the game. This is part of the game. All right, I'm gonna flick Dude. it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly Belly, you did a good job of making him taste. Now look at her. Yeah. <laughs> That is terrible. <laughs> okay, so I spun the wheel and I ended ended up on either it's going to be juicy pear or a booger. What does a booger taste like? Salty, maybe? Tastes salty. Okay, which one is it going to be this one? Is it this one? Yes. Okay, there's a lot of those for some reason. It's greenish like a booger. Are you ready? Yeah. I know. I, I think I it's going to be the booger one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, is it sweet? It must be the pear then. Is it, it's sweet? It's sweet. Okay. Oh, so it must be pear. I'm guessing a booger would be salty. You want to do another one? Yeah, I'll do another one. Is there another one? Or yeah, I yeah. spin the wheel? Because I can't get this taste out of my mouth, so I need it. <laughs> Let's hope she gets something that gets the taste out of her mouth. What'd you land on? Buttered popcorn or rotten egg? Oh, boy. It's this one right here, my love. Or do you want to do a different one? You want to spin again? Oh, come on. Do that one. Wait, that's not it. It's, oh, that wasn't it. it's this color. Oh. That's that one. one. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> She's sniffing. Popcorn. Oh, it's popcorn. <laughs> she, okay, go on. Okay. Phew. Thank God. I'm getting that other taste out of so, my mouth. <laughs> okay. Do you need to spin the wheel one more time? Okay. Love it or hate it. Wait, let me do another one since I already did that one. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, we already did that. No. What? What? No way. Okay, wait. Let's start somewhere else. And then maybe that's why. 
Beauty hacks. Okay. You have to tell us your beauty hacks. Okay. That's perfect. Beauty hacks. Beauty hacks. Um. Beauty. She's um, like, I'm just naturally beautiful. She doesn't need any <laughs> beauty hacks. <laughs> um. Well, mm-hmm. I um, I mean, I think like an easy beauty hack, like when you're yeah. out and about and you don't have your powder with you, mm-hmm. I think the toilet seat covers in a bathroom are the best blotters. Oh, they're Oil blotting blotters. paper. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. blotting papers that don't add any, you know, but they're great. So wow, that's, did you hear that, you guys? That's crazy. I would have never thought of that. But yeah. it does have the same texture as Same paper. texture, and it takes off all huh. the oil without messing with your makeup. And then huh. sometimes I'll fold a little, like I'll tear a little piece of it and stick it in my purse for if I need it for later, if I forgot to bring, you know, because I get super oily in my T-zone. Mm-hmm. And then um, also, if, you know, when you break your favorite powder makeup? Uh-huh. And it happens all the time. Jacked up, and you don't know if you can find it. Yeah. So if you take um, witch hazel uh-huh. and and you you crunch it all, just crunch the whole thing down, uh-huh. but lay it, you know, put it all kind of back in and put witch hazel in it um, and a little bit of alcohol, and it'll reconstitute itself when it dries. Wow. It reconstitutes itself. Yeah. Beauty. Hacks. Okay. I've heard that. So with you don't just, lose your I've favorite heard that powder. With just alcohol, but I haven't heard it with witch hazel. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have learned how to re, re to make fix your palette, yeah, and your then palette you've also learned how to up. blot with toilet seat covers. <laughs> Trying to, you think know, the what other else? thing that reduces definitely don't drink chlorophyll. Don't don't drink chlorophyll. If you get a breakout, don't pick it. Just use miracle cream to spot treat pimples. Yeah, and. You know, having oily skin, if you're complaining about it, is not a bad thing. It actually reduces your likelihood of getting wrinkles over time because oily skin is constantly moisturized. But for people that get a lot of mid-face shine and for events and things like that, I do what's called Bella Micro Gold. So just micro-dosing. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> Bella Micro Gold is like that. I, if I don't have it every few months, I feel like I'm missing something and because it's just it. It, it is the longest lasting facial you'll ever get because it lasts for like two or three months. Yeah. It's it's a skin perfecting, like smoothing facial. Yeah. Reduces it's oil like getting production. getting airbrushed. Yeah. It's amazing. I do it all the time too. I Myself, me and Eva, we're the same. <laughs> we're the it. same. We're the same. We're the same. We're sisters. Same, same, but sisters different. Sisters from another mistress. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so is there anything else you wanted to share with our listeners? We are... Everywhere where podcasts can be found. And, you know, right now we are doing really well in Chile and really? Denmark. Really? Yeah. And we're ranked pretty high here in the United States, too. Oh, my God. For that's being exciting. a brand new podcast, we're at 135 right now ranked. That is really exciting. So, and there's a lot of podcasts. I don't know how many well, there are in the like world. Well, there's some really good um, in the practical country. information, too, that I yeah. think... You know, we try to do a combination, like so. There's like fun stuff, interesting people, and then we just kind of learn about. Like today, we learned about the whole genetic thing that you just taught us, and this is really what I do in my office anyway. I talk to my patients, like I talk to you, and you've told me some of these things already, right? Yeah. And so I'm always talking to people, but I can't share any of that information because it's all confidential between me and my patients. I didn't even think about that. So this is a great way to like have a chat with people that are super interesting fun and they're telling you they're like little story secrets yeah you can tell our secrets and we can share it with you guys so that's what i love about it and um i appreciate you coming on i'm so glad you had me (laughs) thank you no problem (laughs) that's a wrap babies